praise. praise. Understand that song went right along with the uh, Brother Michael Sunstein. Yes. Lesson this morning. I'm sure if you missed Sunstein, you missed the blessing. Yes, you did. This morning. Let's go to the Lord of Prayer. Brother John uh, Cantrell, can I call you pray for us, please? favorite Sunday and what day is? Day's dinner day. Day's dinner day. <laughs> uh, we always look forward to this Sunday right here. It's great to be in the household. I'm going to give you some scripture right here. Uh, you know, a little talking about singing and worship, but this is out of Exodus. And this is, uh, then, then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spoke saying, I will sing unto the Lord for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength. He is my song. And he is to come my salvation. Amen. He is my God. I will pair him and have a patience. My Father's God. I will give I will give and exalt him. We serve a great and mighty God. Yes. And ready to God, mighty God, and we're going to exalt him this morning. Look to page 36. 36. He is exalted.
right there. I'm going to call on uh, both of our Pams and Vanessa. And Brother Michael, you can come and help us. We're going to sing a song, How Great Is Our God. How Great Is Our God. Y'all come up. Y'all got the song right there. And Kayla and Joel, y'all come up. Is, uh, Maggie, you know this song? You're coming up to sing this song?
here. I think you and Chris got something y'all can y'all got something y'all can share. Ain't good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I thank Chris and Pam. They got a song. Bless them, Lord. I think y'all love to hear this song right here this morning. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. You know, sometimes when uh, I turn on the road here, down Tamron Road, and I turn left to come up to the church, and I see the church, and I just can't hardly look. Uh, that the Lord would allow us to be here and be part. And um, we might have sung this one time, and I really always hesitate to sing this song because I don't know if I can always truly sing it from the bottom of my heart like that I feel like you should, if you mean it. Uh -oh. But upon the Lord leading us to Liberty Hill, I remember one time we saw this family, I don't know if we had him or not. But I just pray that, that the words of it speak to you. The Lord, we can't sing it well. I get the least bit emotional when I just cut my voice off. But y'all pray and just try to uh, try to think about what the words of this is saying to us.
Anybody want to testify? Anything the Lord will lead you to say or do? Well, I'm glad to be here this morning. and uh, I'm kind of like somebody mentioned, uh, maybe Sister Pat mentioned in Sunday school this morning, that when you come in and they're already playing on the instruments and practicing and singing, uh, you don't have to wonder if you're walking in the Lord's house, but you just feel that sweet Holy Spirit of God when you walk in. And uh, what a thrill that is to uh, the things that we all face during the week and that we can come over to a place of refuge uh, and we can, we can worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Boy, I'm, I'm glad of that this morning. And uh, man, it's good to see all of you that's here today. And uh, we love you and we're glad that you're here. Appreciate our visitors being here with us today. Won't you make yourself at home? And uh, I, I'm kind of like the old preachers you say, if the, if the Spirit makes you feel at home, you're, you'll, you'll, you'll be at home indeed. And uh, so we thank you for being here uh, today. And we hope that uh, you've already received a blessing uh, being at God's house, and uh, I'm just thankful for all that I all that I feel. 
I thought about this uh, when Brother Wayne was calling those up to sing uh, a while ago, and he was calling out by name. When he got to Michael Oden's name, that look he had on his face was priceless. <laughs> he just, it was like that. <laughs> but uh, y'all did a great job, man. That was that was some real pretty singing. And uh, uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles uh, over into Numbers uh, and uh, allow me to read. Uh, a few verses of scripture and maybe testify for just a minute on what uh, the Lord has uh, kind of shown us in this, in this scripture. 32nd chapter of Numbers. And um, this is some uh, familiar scripture to Bible readers. And uh, I want to encourage you that if you're here today and, and uh, that whatever the need you might have in your, in your life and, 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 and maybe, maybe you feel like all your needs have been met, but if you're here today and you feel like you got a need in your life, I want to encourage you that Jesus wants to help you today. Yes, he amen. really does. He, he's, uh, he's in that business and, and I'm always glad that when I've come to him, He's never told me that I brought him a problem too small, been insulted by that, but he's always, he's always handled it. And uh, he's never told me that I brought him a problem too big, but uh, he's always been able to handle it. And I'm glad of that today. He's an all-sufficient savior uh, today. He's the great physician. Uh, what does he specialize in, preacher? He specializes in saving souls. That's what he does. And uh, he gave his life. And, and we talked about in Sunday school, you know, uh, you and I are worth something to God today. Right. We are. We, not, we, may, we may not be worth a whole lot to the world today, but he loved us enough and we, he saw enough in us that uh, he went up Calvary's Hill voluntarily and gave his life that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly. And uh, so, boy, it's, it's glad to know you love today. Amen. 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 I'm going to begin reading with a um, 32nd, uh, with the first verse in the 32nd chapter. And I'm going to read down a few verses and we'll try to get to the thought uh, just as soon as uh, the Lord allows us. It said, uh, now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad, there's some words in here that are kind of complicated for uh, me, so just bear with me if we, if we, as we try to read them. Now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle, and when they saw the land of Jazar and the land of Gilead, that behold, the place was a place for cattle. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben came spake unto Moses and to Elazar the priest and unto the princesses of the congregation saying Adaroth and Dibon and Jazar and Nimrah and Heshbon and Elai and Shebam and Nebo and beyond even the country which the Lord smote before the congregation of Israel is a land for cattle and thy servants have cattle. Wherefore, said they, if we found grace in thy sight, 
Let this land be given unto thy servants for a possession, and bring us not over Jordan. And Moses said unto the children of Gad, and to the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war, and shall ye sit here? And wherefore discourage ye the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord hath given them? Thus did your fathers, when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up to the valley of Eshcol and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel that they should not go into the land which the Lord had given them. And the Lord's anger was kindled the same time, and he swore, saying, Surely none of the men that came up out of Egypt from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me. Save Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, and the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. Now I believe I'll stop reading uh, right there. And uh, 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 the thought that the Lord give us today, uh, uh, and I want it to, to kind of uh, uh, rally around uh, holy following the Lord. And, 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 uh, 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 and, and, and the thought maybe that we have Brother Michael mentioned in Sunday school, and he's mentioned it before, about going in with both feet. And, 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 and the point that he's, he's making is in our Christian life and in our service for God, uh, going in with everything that we've got. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I thought about that. I thought about maybe uh, diving in uh, head first, just, just going uh, 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 full speed uh, for the Lord. Somebody said, now preacher, we don't want to get too uh, uh, we don't want to get uh, too involved here, uh, uh, but we just want to uh, kind of bounce around the edges. But I want to encourage you today that if you've been saved by the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to wholly go forward for the Lord today. And uh, as we begin to read this scripture, and, and you Bible readers know that uh, 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 the tribe of Gad and the tribe of Reuben, and I believe it was uh, half the tribe of Manasseh also, they had come to, to Moses here. They were getting ready to cross over the river uh, Jordan and, and their, their promised land, their inheritance was on the other side. And, and uh, uh, the, the tribe of Gad and of Reuben uh, had a lot of cattle. They had a lot of sheep. And, and they found that this land that they were in uh, I guess on the east side of the river, uh, uh, they, they found that it was a good land for grazing cattle. And, uh, and so they, they came to Moses and, and, and they, they, they told Moses, they said, we want to stay over here and plant our families and our children. In other words, we want to set up farms over here in this, on this other side of Jordan. And uh, we want to put up fence cities and, uh, and this is where we want a homestead at. We want to raise our family and raise our cattle. And uh, 
Uh, at first glance, Moses uh, didn't uh, take very kindly to this. And, and, and Moses thought that what they were saying was is that we'll let the rest of the children of Israel go and fight this battle, uh, uh, even on the other side of Jordan, but we're going to stay over here and, and take this good land that we've seen and, and y'all can just have at it and get by the best way you can. But that's not uh, uh, what the children of Gad, of Gad and Reuben were saying. Uh, uh, what they told Moses was, said, uh, what we'll do is we'll go out and we'll fight. We'll go over there with you and we'll fight. And we'll fight till the end. And uh, once everything's done and said, uh, we'll come back over here. We'll have our children and our cattle and our sheep and everything. We'll have them over here homesteaded at the farm. And, and we'll come back and, and we'll take up housekeeping right there. But before we do, we're going to go with you and we're going to fight uh, this battle. And so uh, Moses warned them. Uh, uh, he said, uh, uh, if you don't wholly follow the Lord, there's going to be some consequences that's going to go with this. Yeah. If you go back on your word and you don't go and fight with your brethren over here, you discourage your brethren in the way, there's going to be some consequences uh, that go with this. And he, uh, Moses even brought up uh, uh, just a few chapters back from this uh, when they went up on the mountain there to overlook and to look into the land of Canaan there. And they sent spies over there to check it out and to come back and bring a report. You ever had somebody in church that all they have is a discouraging report? Amen. It's not just in church, in your workplace, just discouraging about everything that happens. They see the glass half empty all the time. We've all we got folks like that. And, and so... These people, these spies had come back, and I realize you Bible readers know all about but these spies had come back and they gave what was called an evil report. They told of every reason that they didn't need to go over there and possess the land that God told them to go and possess. In other words, what they were saying was, God don't know what he's talking about. This land is full of giants. They're bigger than us. Uh, 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 they're mean. And we're no match for them. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and so when you send people over to look at something that you want to report back, and, and they come back and give that kind of report, and you know that, uh, that you're supposed to be headed over there and, and taking that land, that kind of puts a sprag in the spoke. And so uh, the Bible teaches us that it discouraged the people. A lot of the people believed this report, and I'm sure that the, that the spies were not lying about what they saw. I'm sure that they saw an enemy that looked greater and bigger than them. And they, they described them as being people big in stature. But the Bible said that Moses, uh, that, that Caleb and Joshua were also in that group of spies that went over there to look at it. And I believe that uh, Joshua and, 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 uh, and Caleb, I believe that they knew that no matter what this land looked like, no matter how big the enemy looked over there, that because God said 
you can go in and possess this land, then they knew that there wasn't going to be any problem there. Amen. In fact, they come back uh, uh, with a good report, with an encouraging report. Not only can we take these people over here by the power of God, but this is a good land. They got some things over here to eat that we don't have here where we're at. So, so they gave an encouraging report. But Moses told uh, uh, the children of, of Reuben and the children of Gad when they had made this request, he said, don't you go discouraging these people like your fathers did over there. He said, uh, 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 I, I want you to wholly go into this thing right. like, like Joshua and like Caleb did. I, I believe he could have said, I want you to dive into this thing head first. Amen. All the way in there today. And I found out that if I'm going to try to serve the Lord, and the Lord's going to be pleased with me, and if I'm going to get the blessings of God, that I'm allowed to get in this life, that I've got to hold it, I follow Him. I've got to go in head first, all the way in. There's a lot of times I'd rather, I just touch my toe in the water, just enough to say I'm a part of it. But I won't tell you, I'm not going to get the blessings out of life unless I truly give in to the Lord wholeheartedly today. Amen. Amen. Boy, I thought about that. And I began to think about what Moses was saying. And we know as we go on and look, Moses gives in to this and they keep their word and it's going to help them in the battle. But I want you to think about uh, today about a lot of Christian folks uh, in this life today uh, that are just uh, uh, as Brother Robert LaRue used to say haphazardly uh, being a Christian today and, and, and God's not pleased with that today and I don't believe we can win people to God if we're being like that today but I believe he wants us to get in all the way under head first and to go into this thing. In other words, there'll be a little bit of self-sacrifice yeah. that's involved in that today. And a lot of times uh, when it comes to me, that was always the biggest problem uh, that I had more than, a, uh, than, the, than the financial uh, sacrifice of it was the time sacrifice that was going to be involved in. And I'm going to tell you something today. And I believe all you here that's been saved for a while, you can vouch for this. You can't give God. Amen. You can't give Him the blessings that He will pour out on you today. He said, ask me if I'll not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you'll not be able to attain. And He'll do that today if we will go in head first for Him today. Blend and I like to like to go to the beach. I'm not a big beach person, but we like to go in October. And the reason we like to go in October is because most time uh, they have a bunch of people running around down there on the beach. And for the most part, you have it to yourself. And the people that are down there are around our age. And so you feel a little bit more at home. And, uh, but that time of the year, around the middle of October, the water is pretty cool. And I like to get out in the water. 
And uh, we'd go down there and I would, there'd be a few people out there up and down the beach out there in the water and I'd see them out there swimming around and splashing. And I'd step in there and I'd let the water get up about knee high. And then old wave would hit and splash water up on your hips and boy, and just like, boy, that's gone. <laughs> but I said, there's some people older than me out there swimming around, ladies, and I'll not let this bother me. So I went on out a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. And every time the water would come up higher on me, it was a chill would go through me. But Brother Greg, I finally, I just did the plunge. And for a split second, it would burn. This is no. But you know, after just a minute or two, it was warmer in that water than it was when you got out. <laughs> the wind blowing on you made you cold. So if you stayed in the water, you you were more comfortable. And boy, I just got up there like a fish, and I did flips, and I swam, and I had me a big time, and and uh, for about an hour. But it took when I was just wading out there. It felt cold and it didn't feel appetizing, but when I took that plunge and I went in, boy, I had myself a good time. And I want you to understand today that the only way in our Christian life that you and I can get the full joy out of being a Christian is to go in head first for God. That's right. Is to go in head first for God. Now, sometimes that won't fit in with your plans, and that's where the problem comes in. Oh. Uh, we say, well, we, we've got this to do and that to do and this to do, and and uh, and uh, we'll we, we'll try to make it to church when we can. Or we'll try to, and it's not just what Brother Michael taught up here on this board. It's not just coming to church, but it's worship, it's service, and all of these things that were were written down here. Amazing how the Sunday school lesson goes along with the message. But. Uh, Everything that we do in life for the Lord, going in full blast for God. Don't be afraid that you're going to take on more than you can handle. We talked about that in Sunday school. The Bible says that it's just a reasonable service. That's what Paul, that's what Paul said. A reasonable service. We made the point in Sunday school that he's not going to call any of us to do anything that we're not capable of doing. Aren't you glad that he gives different gifts to each one of us today? Aren't you glad? If we all had the same gift, it'd be kind of boring around here, wouldn't it? But every person that he saves, he puts them into service. Puts them into service. Yeah, but I have a bright background, preacher. He didn't ask that. No. <laughs> well, I got some skeletons in the closet. He didn't ask that. That's right. He puts you into service today. Amen. He wants you and I to go fully Amen. head over heels for him today. Yes. Lord, if we can if we can get as excited about something in the world today, uh, 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 sports or whatever, and I'm I'm as big a sports fan as anybody, but if we can get in that uh, as excited as we do, surely we can go in head first for God. Yes. Surely we can. And he teaches us that if we will get these things in order and seek his wisdom and his understanding, in other words, seek 
the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. He assures us that all these other things will be added unto you. Oh, but God, I have to eat. I have to have clothes. I've got to have a roof over my head. As if God don't know all that. And God said, Go in head first for me today and see if I don't bless you with these things. Every one of us in the house today, and I believe I can say this without having to think about it. Every one of us in the house today, we've got more than we have to have. We do. We do. God has blessed us with more than the necessities of life. Amen. Raiment, food, shelter, these are the necessities. But I tell you what, every one of us has more than that. Yes. And if we'll wholly put our life into the Lord, into His service, into His Word, I'm glad that it goes further than just coming over here on Sunday morning. This is a big part of it. This is where I get my this is where I get my gogi at. This is where I get my batteries charged at. Amen. I need it. I'm not one of them close enough to the Lord that can stay at home and say I'm I'm just as close to the Lord at home as I am at church. Boy, them people must really be close to the Lord. But I can't do that. I have to come over here. And and so we we all these things that are listed here, these are all things that you and I do going wholeheartedly for God. Yeah, for God. Let's say I pay my tithes and I show up for church. And I don't curse and I don't drink and I don't smoke dope during the week. I feel like I'm pretty good, Don. What if the Lord says there's folks that you need to go visit? Right. Somebody you need to go call. Well, Lord, I went to church Sunday. I put a little money in the plate. I'm trying to live clean. But he says, do you really want to go in wholeheartedly? Do you really, do you really want to dive into this thing? Or is it just something you want to, you just want to tinker with as a hobby? And boy, he'll show you in your community. He'll show folks around you that you can be a help to. Amen. Amen. That you never thought you could be a help to. Well, preacher, I don't have a lot of good influence with so and so and so and so. I'm not concerned with that. God says, trust in me and go ahead first. Then, you know, it amazes me, and I, I wrote down a few verses here. It amazes me that there were some kings um, that they, the Bible said they were good kings, but they allowed some stuff to go on that kept them from being as good a king as they could have been. The Bible said that Second Chronicles said that Jehoshaphat, he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. But the next verse says, how be it? How be it the high places were not taken away? Yeah. Always left that, always left that little something there to drag them down. Yeah. To drag them down. Ain't we like that a lot of times? Yes. If there's something that I don't really want to turn loose of and, and, and the devil's convinced me that it's all right, you can hang on to that and serve God. 
But that's why I hang on to it. And then I wonder sometimes why I can't get nowhere with God. Amen. And God says, just dive in. Trust me and dive in. That means turn loose of some things that are hindering you. Yes. There was another king named Amaziah. Also, it was mentioned in 2 Chronicles. And he did that, the Bible said, which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. Well, preacher, nobody's perfect. I believe we can strive to be. I really do believe we can strive to be. But not with a perfect heart. A lot of these kings tried to lead the people in the right direction. They tried to be just kings and make the right decisions. But to appease maybe a certain percentage of the people, they would leave those groves up there, amen, where they would go and worship false gods. And so instead of the Bible being able to say, this king did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and left it at that, they had to put a how be it over there. But did this and did that. Well, nobody, nobody can just go through and do everything right. I'm going to tell you today, I made more mistakes than anybody can have. But I want you to know today that striving for God and trying to go in, Brother Ricky, with both feet all the way under. <coughs> I've never found anything that God put back on His Word that He said He'd do. Now, I want to encourage you today to go in this thing. Don't be scared to go in full blast for Amen. God. Full blast for God. It makes no difference whether He called you to preach or whether He called you for community service or what He's called you for. Find that gift that God gave you and go at it just as well as you can. Amen. When I'm guiding quail hunts, and I know this ain't Bible, but listen to me. When I'm guiding quail hunts, I try my best to make it as enjoyable and, and put these people in a position where they have a chance to kill the most quail. I do, because they're paying somebody to leave money to do that. And and I want to make sure that the that number one that the dogs are doing what they're supposed to do because if they don't, they can, they can turn it into a service. <coughs> and and so I, I, I strive to try to do that to try to be do it the best that I can do it. And sometimes even with me trying as hard as I can, sometimes there something will mess up. It will. Why can't we want to do that for God in the same way? And even better. Even better. I'm fixing to be done. But I, as, we're, as we're finishing this up, think about where we're at with God. Think about our devotion to God. And really, are we at the place where He wants us to be? Or have we got a long, long way to go? Let's think about that just for a little bit. One other person I want to make mention of is Solomon. The Bible said that Solomon was uh, uh, wise, uh, the wisest man, I believe, that uh, ever lived. Uh, he 
he um, he prayed to God before he made decisions, and he made wise decisions. But here's what here's what it says about Solomon: that when he took strange wives, he allowed them to go and to worship their false gods. So even Solomon and all of his wisdom and all of his understanding, and boy, you can go and read the things that, that he said and, and he proved he had wisdom and understanding. But even in all of that, he allowed himself to fail. Number one, in taking strange wives, which God wasn't in, and number two, trying to appease them by letting them worship the gods that they wanted to worship. Amen? Moses said in Deuteronomy, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Over in Proverbs it said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Boy, that's, that's encouraging. Over in Jeremiah said in you shall seek me and find me. And when you shall search for me with all your heart. Boy, these are, these are encouraging things. Paul said, when he was talking to the, in Philippians over there, when he was talking to the church, he said, but what things were gained to me, those things I counted lost for Christ. He said, I've suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Amen. Boy, I consider myself blessed beyond measure when I think about what God's allowed me to have, what he's allowed you to have. Paul, no doubt, he went in head first. He did. He didn't, the Bible teaches us he didn't even have a wife. He just went on the road to Damascus when he had that conversion relationship with God. He just went in headlong after him. But aren't you glad today that God will allow you and I to have the pleasures of this life and enjoy some things in this life and still serve him wholeheartedly? And we can do that. And I'm thrilled about that today. I'm thrilled about it. He'll allow us uh, to go places where we can be a witness to somebody else and a place that we call going to have fun. Amen. But we can be a witness to somebody when we go out there. There's a severe penalty that comes with not wholeheartedly serving God today. The Bible said that Ananias and Sapphire, husband and wife, Bible said there was a time there where they were telling the people to come and bring uh, the money and sell their possessions and bring the money and to put it down in the storehouse of God. And they were going to distribute that out to those that, to the need, to those that need The Bible said that, that they were doing that. And Ananias and Sapphire had sold a piece of land, had received the money from that sale, and had put back part of it and brought the other part and laid it down at the disciples' feet. 
they don't know how much we got for that land. As far as they're concerned, this is how much we got for it. We won't tell them about the other $20,000 we put in the But you know what they were told? They hadn't lied to them, but they lied to God. They right. did. They right. did. God would have blessed Ananias and Sapphire beyond measure. I believe that with all my heart. They would have had more gain than what they put back in the closet and kept. But the Bible recorded this to prove a point that there is a penalty that comes with that. The Bible teaches us that uh, he died there shortly after, I think, and then she did, or vice versa. I can't remember. But they were struck out of this life. I want to encourage you today. Go in. Go in full blast for it today. I told Brother Jason over here, I said, I went a long time. I went a long time as a Christian not enjoying my Christianity, not getting the full joy out of my Christianity because I neglected putting my life in the church. Hey, I was one of those years ago that would have told you I, I serve the Lord just well over here times. What a lie. What a lie. Only folks that can serve the Lord over the house and not be involved and not come to church are those that are not able physically to come. And God will bless them and give them that that they stand in need of. I feel like with all my heart. But we that are able, He wants us to go in head first for Him today. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today. If maybe you've been haphazard in Christian life, maybe you've been just hadn't really wanted to devote into it what God's asking you to devote into it today. Let this be the day that you sell out to God. And I promise you today, I promise you, He will bless you. Yes. Beyond measure. Amen. Don't you worry about being a pauper. <laughs> oh man, I'm so blessed today. I've told folks before, a lot of times when you do the math, Brother Chris, it don't add up. It just don't add up. But when you look at what God blessed you, Amen. You look what you brought home for a take-home pay. I've got more than this money to buy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He'll bless you. He'll bless you today. But he wants us to go in. There's folks out there today that a lot of people can't reach. But you may be the one that can reach. That's true. You may be the one that can reach. That's right. I've had people in my life that I, I know I lost influence with during my teenage years and my 20s. I did things that, 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 that they were never going to have any confidence in me anymore. But they would in somebody else. Yes. They would in somebody else. No wonder he teaches us to make disciples. <laughs> make disciples. Go out in the highways and the byways and compel them to come. Come give us a song, Brother Wayne. I'd like for everybody to stand. If you wait.
Has God shown you something today, or maybe He showed you before you ever got here? Has He shown you something that you need to do, what He's calling you to do today, and you hadn't fully given in to it? Let me ask you this today that you can trust in Him and you can believe, and He'll He'll do what He said He'd do. But that's part of stepping out on faith. I believed that when I jumped in that water that I'd be like those other folks on down the beach enjoying myself. And it wasn't very long till I was. But you got to take that plunge today. And that means selling out to God, not worrying about this or that or what somebody's gonna think, but what God's gonna think about me today. Amen. Go ahead and sing.